podcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, the city of innovation, education, and of course, Fenway Park, this is TI Clergy Corner, bringing you timely, insightful, and impactful sermons from Temple Israel of Boston. In this episode, we'll hear Rabbi Elaine Zecher's Shabbat Awakenings, a reflection as we make our way toward Shabbat, entitled Denouement. When this week's Torah portion opens, Vayishlach, Jacob prepares to meet his brother after a forced separation. The last words he heard his brother utter had to do with Esau's desire to murder Jacob for stealing his blessing from their father, Isaac. Jacob leaves quickly. He stops, dreams, and then arrives at his mother's homeland. In the intervening years, Jacob will marry twice and bear many children. All of them are with him as he strategizes how to save them and himself from the potential wrathful reaction of Esau. Though Esau arrived with his own retinue of protective forces, there doesn't appear to be any enmity between them. They embrace, exchange riches and gifts. Though they each try to refuse, the other is persistent. It might appear that the climactic moment arrives when Jacob pleads with his brother, Please accept my present, which has been brought to you, for God has favored me, and I have plenty. And when Jacob urged him, Esau accepted. The power of this exchange is better revealed in the Hebrew, Kachna et birchati, which can also be translated, Please take my blessing. It is as if Jacob thought he could return the blessing he stole those years ago, and perhaps Esau thought he could receive it. We could end here and feel great about the complicated childhood home of Esau and Jacob finding resolution. They may have been twins birthed from the same womb, but their characters differed throughout their lives. Finally, the reconciliation has occurred, or has it? What happens next seems to me the most revealing. It may be the most intriguing part of the story, the denouement that puts all the pieces in place. Perhaps Esau thought the exchange had transformed their relationship. He makes an assumption that they will now travel together. And Esau said, let us start on our journey and I will proceed at your pace. Jacob hesitated and blamed the slow pace on the children and the animals. Let my Lord go on ahead of his servant, while I travel slowly at the pace of the cattle before me and at the pace of the children, until I come to my Lord in Seir. Then Esau said, Let me assign to you some of the men who are with me. But he said, Oh no, my Lord is too kind to me. Esau started back towards Seir, but Jacob headed in the other direction. Jacob journeyed on to Sukkot and built a house for himself and made stalls for his cattle. That is why the place was called Sukkot. It appears he never intended to end up in the same place physically or spiritually. Jacob arrived safe in the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, having come thus from Padam Aram, and he encamped before the city. When the text states that Jacob arrived safe, it uses the word shalem. The commentator Rashi defines shalem as whole in a physical, material, and mental state. Jacob has finally ended that chapter of his life. 
It probably haunted him as he watched his own children grow and interact with one another. Or perhaps he wanted to put it all behind him. He felt whole enough to settle, build a house, and stalls for the cattle. The name of the place where he settled provides a clue to the coming chapters. A sukkah is a fragile structure. More struggle is on the way. We look forward to sharing Shabbat with you, and we've made connecting virtually even more accessible. We can pray together on the Temple Israel website, through Zoom, or on TI's Facebook page. Find all of the links at www.tisrael.org slash togetherwithti. This has been a Temple Israel of Boston production. Join us next time for another episode of TI Clergy Corner.